0: Welcome to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where we talked to NC Adapted Sports co-founder and CEO Wes Hall. This week is part two of our conversation on Adapted Sports in North Carolina. I'm joined now by Jillian Widener. She is an adapted sports athlete who goes to Wake Forest. You're a senior this year. Is that right, Jillian? I am. I'm so old. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> no. But welcome. I appreciate it. Of course. Hello. Thanks for coming down. Did you just get out of school? Uh, No, I just came from a doctor's appointment. I got okay. to skip school
1: early. It was great. Nice. Right? I always
0: loved those days. Yes. So you are an adapted sports athlete. Can you tell us
1: a little bit more about what that entails? Um, basically, I have a physical disability that limits me from playing able-bodied sports, like, you know, running. That's not me. I don't do that. <laughs> um, so I will get into a chair, wheelchair, and participate in basketball and track with my high school and then community. So track just ended? When did that end? Uh, track ended last year over the summer, like July. I, January February. The month before July. I'm terrible. June. Let's <laughs> June. go with June on that one. So yes. you um,
0: track is in spring, summer. Yes. OK. And then you went fairly far in track this year. You are the state champion. Yes. What Um,
1: which distance? I do. Last year I did the 100, the 200 and the 400 meters. Which one do you hold the state championship in?
0: All of all them? of them? Nice. <laughs> well, we should discuss a little bit about um it's not a very broad sport no. in North Carolina, <laughs> correct? You were the only one in your division? Yes, sadly. So what is um how do I answer oh, how do I <laughs> ask this? <laughs>
1: what why are you the only person in it? Because nobody knows it's a thing. I didn't even know it was a thing until I got to until several years into playing basketball with my community, um, I didn't know that I could play. Oh. Yeah. So that was cool. There's just not a lot of, um, I don't want to say visibility because it's not really visibility. theres It's not talked about enough. So it should be. So where did the information come to you from? Uh, it came to me from people on my youth wheelchair basketball team. I had a friend who had been doing it for her high school, but by the time that I got to high school, she had already graduated. So, you know. So the competition was gone at that point. I know.
0: I'm alone. It's so sad. So normally were there to be multiple people, would you have competed throughout the season? And like, say there were two of you, would you have competed throughout a season or how would that have worked? Um,
1: track is typically broken up based on school size. So like, Um, The larger schools are 4As, and then the smaller your school is, it goes from 4 to Mm 1. So I'm in the largest school. I'm a 4A school. So typically, I only compete against other schools that are 4A schools. So my sophomore year, I think, there was another girl, but she was a 2A school, and I didn't know that she existed until states, and even then, we didn't compete against each other, which was just really sad. I feel like when there's that small of a field,
0: they would have combined. But One that, would think, wouldn't they? But they stuck to it. They stuck yeah. to divisions
1: and conferences, and they, mm-hmm. they did not let you compete against each other. Nope. I I had several parents come up to me at the end of like – just like random parents come up to me at the end of the day and was like, why didn't you guys compete against each other? I don't know. Who
0: knows? Who knows? Interesting. Exactly. But as far as um, your sport goes – Even though you were the only person to compete this year, your times state that you are still a
1: fairly good athlete. Is that right? Yes. So far, I have set the state record in the 400. I have broken my own, like, the individual school state record, uh, school size state record in the 400. I broke mine this year with the 200, and then I tied the overall state record in the 100. That's – wow. Wow.
0: Well yeah. done, you. Thank you. You are um, an athlete, and you're a bit of an overachiever. But you're <laughs> a like a little. You're my favorite kind of overachiever <laughs> because you're in sports. You do really well in school, and then you listed off all of the clubs that you do, and it's like every club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in too many. My afternoons are full. List your like if
1: you can list your clubs. I know you've you were. <laughs> All right, so I am in History Honor Society, Youth and Government Crochet Club, Book Club, National Honor Society, National Achiever Society, and I th- National Art Honor Society, and I think technically Latin Club. But you know, I haven't really been to a meeting in about a year. So I and
0: say, you're wearing a handmade crocheted sweater, I and I am. really love it. Thank you. <laughs> it's, I threw it in the dryer because I was being lazy, so I need to cut off all the pills. But but it's cool. Thank I you. like it. It's fun. Let's talk about the logistics of adapted sports Mm -hmm. here. Your mom is here. She might be able to answer a question on this as well. Um, When Wes was here, he was talking about the, when you have a disability, a lot of stuff goes into doctor's appointments. A lot of money gets spent on, you know, things that an able-bodied person wouldn't. And Mm -hmm. so by the time you get to sports, that's a lot more money to buy the equipment. So how did all that work? Um,
1: (laughs) I have gotten, I've had... Okay, I have rented or borrowed my basketball chairs from uh, Bridge to Sports. They are a um, community-adapted sports program that provides equipment and has teams that you can join and be a part of. So I was a part of their youth team for several years, and I practiced with their chairs. Um, But then I got a grant from... Um, CAF and then two other organizations. I like don't move United and the heart for somebody. And I got money for my basketball chair. And then for my track chair, I again rent it from Bridge to Sports. It's I, pretty nice to have
0: an organization like that yes. around then because it seems like it would be cost prohibitive, which yeah. might be why Adapted Sports is smaller, yeah. right? I'm not spending
1: nine thousand dollars on two chairs. I was just going to ask. Do you know how much the chairs cost? Um, because I I don't know exactly. <laughs> a good basketball chair is like three thousand dollars. That's all. I mean, like three, three to five half. thousand. Your yeah. mom is like signaling it, us. It's really
0: gross. So I suppose it would be. Um, it's really good that you have organizations yes. that are able to help, and I assume that they have a fundraising section so they can get those chairs so that you all can rent them, right? I assume. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it feels like it would be a full-time yeah. job to be able to get mm-hmm. all of the money for the equipment to yeah. do that. Woo. So we're on
1: basketball now. Your basketball <laughs> season, is that coming up? It is. It started in, like, August, and it goes um, to, like, March. Are there more athletes in basketball? Yes, there are so many more athletes. There are, sadly, not as many um as I would like, but we have, I play on a local adult team and a a youth team in Richmond as of now. And um, there aren't enough youth teams to have like individual games. We can only do travel tournaments with the youth team, which sucks because, you know, school is a thing. Sad. But with the adult team, it's still travel, but it's at least within the state, which is good. When did you start?
0: You said you started basketball first before you did track. Yes. When did you get into basketball?
1: I got into basketball when I was like nine years old, like somewhere in between fourth and fifth grade. How did you find out that wheelchair sports was something that you
0: were qualified to do?
1: Um, In my elementary school, my mother, uh, who was part of the PTA, of course, thank you, mother, (laughs) Um, she contacted Bridge to Sports and was like, hey, Can you come do a presentation on disabilities to our local elementary school? So they came and they had the presentation. And um, the former youth basketball coach was like, hey, um, I think you could keep up. I was on crutches and like a brace at this point. He was like, hey, I really think you could keep up with my guys. I think you should come down to a practice on Friday. So wheelchair
0: basketball is co-ed? Yes. And, I mean, you can't split it up anymore <laughs> when there's already a small field, right? Exactly. Um, is there – I've been learning a little bit more about adapted sports, and I know that, like, when you go to the Olympics, there's there's categories based on abilities mm-hmm. and who has what disability. Do they – are there enough people to split them up like that, or
1: yes. how does that work? The way basketball works is you have – so on a court at one time, I think – okay, it changes based on each division, but what I know is it's 14 points on a court at one time. Um and then each player based on their upper body mobility is given a classification of I think it goes by point fives as well, but it's from 1 or .5 to 4.5 and um if you play on an an adult team, like a men's team and you're a woman and you're a woman, you get bumped down an entire point. Okay. So, I I am a four, but I play as a three on the men's team. What's the scale there? You're a four,
0: meaning you're oh, I like the most
1: mobility? Almost almost the highest mobility, a bit uh, able to play.
0: Yes. And so somebody who is like a quadriplegic would be yeah. lower. Yes, very. Okay. How does basketball rules change when you are in wheelchairs?
1: Um, it really doesn't. Like we still uh-huh. have um, – Two pushes. It's instead of two steps. It's two pushes every time you dribble, gotcha. and then we still have regulation height hoops. We still have three point line and free throws and throwing it in the ball. You know, everything's basically the same. The sorry,
0: <laughs> I did not know the hoops were regulation
1: <laughs> size. That's really
0: cool. Yeah, I'm really short, and basketball is not my jam. No, because of that. <laughs> but you all, yeah, that. Good form. That's Thank awesome you.
1: to get it that high. Yeah, I've, I've seen people make half court shots from a <laughs> chair. Are you serious? It's That's terrifying. Amazing. It's so scary. And where do you all play? Uh We play in the Raleigh in Raleigh area, like Southeast Raleigh. Are they yeah. at like um school gyms or uh, recreation yes, centers? Yes, we or? are. We play at the Barwell Road Community Center. Do you find community when you are playing adapted sports? Yes. Um, because I am so able-bodied and because I do get out of my chair and walk, um, it's a little embarrassing because sometimes whenever I fall out of my chair and then I have to like get back up, all of my teammates will yell, you're a walker, you're faking, <laughs> get, go, go play
0: real basketball. But in good spirits though, right? Oh, of okay. course, of course. Okay. <laughs> I was like, no, wait, no hazing, no hazing. <laughs>
1: no, they're totally, they're like a bunch of old men. They're, oh, that's fun. Um, exactly. Um, but. A lot of them also don't realize that I fully get up and walk, and I've had several of them be like, "Oh, so where's your day chair? Do you not like when you're around in high school? Do you not use use a chair?" I'm like, "No, I I just walk." I'm you w-. never do. No. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. I'll. I sometimes I I have joint pain, and sometimes are better than others, but like I have an elevator pass in school, and if things get bad, I just use the elevator.
0: I saw a picture of you with a bunch of other people in wheelchairs and I can't remember if it was basketball or if it was a basketball yes um do they live all over North Carolina do you guys converge or where where does everybody live
1: um on the youth team people come mostly from the Raleigh Raleigh area but we have somebody from Winston-Salem think who comes to practice and that's like a long drive for her that's like an hour and a half two hours situation that is rough yeah um so but youth team is mostly in the raleigh triangle area it's a little more spread out but it's pretty good and then the adult team that's almost basically like in the raleigh triangle area like 45 minutes is i think the average drive
0: Do you think, I suppose, um, we're one of the bigger cities in North Carolina. Do you think that works to your advantage? Oh, 100%. So you were talking about going to college. Um, Would you choose a college where there is a a larger adapted sports community or
1: a same size
0: adapted sports community so that you can continue?
1: Um, I've actually thought about this a lot. Um, I used to think that I wanted to go to college for basketball, and I was looking at like Illinois and Alabama, and Illinois was my number one, but I went to a camp for it over the summer, and I realized I like basketball as a part of my life, Mm -hmm. not my entire life. It would be a big part of your life, wouldn't it? I don't feel like spending five hours every single day on basketball. That's not my shtick. All right. I don't want to do that.
0: (laughs) I love it, but I don't love it that much. So you can keep it more as a hobby, stay, you know, stay in shape kind of situation.
1: so... For college, I think I might plan on just taking a four-year break and then only coming back and playing with the adult team during, like, summers and holidays, which is disappointing. But I also think it'll give me a chance to branch out and, you know, find new things to do.
0: Are there other sports that you are interested in doing that you pursue that you want to do? Um, I want to try rock climbing. Wes was just talking about his climbing. Right? Yeah. I'm so excited. I want to try it. But I also feel like climbing, when we were talking about the expense, you wouldn't need anything exactly. extra, right? Yeah. You just do it. Whatever yeah. their their equipment is, you would use.
1: Exactly, which is, you know, also really great, which is also why there are adapted climbing programs that people, if they're interested, should check out with Wes, you know.
0: So the last year of high school,
1: <sighs>
0: and you're kind of thinking about the future. Yes. And something that Wes said that um, interested me was... As he has gotten older, he wants to make sure that more people have access to what he might not have Mm because he has been disabled for a very long time. Um, What do you see as kind of the future in North Carolina, expanding adapted sports and helping
1: other young athletes Mm -hmm. to grow? Um, I really, really, really want to see more colleges with adapted programs in North Carolina. I know that in the past like 10-15 years ECU nope sorry lied to you um UNC Chapel Hill NC State and Duke have all talked about getting adapted sports programs but they've all fallen through which is really sad because as somebody who used to be looking at adapted programs the two closest schools were University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign which is like 12 hours away and Alabama which is like eight hours away so you know. We. Defense-wise, yeah. zero in-state tuition, and Alabama and Illinois are both, like, $30,000 schools. Well, yeah. If you're
0: talking about North Carolina, we're kind of a powerhouse college state, mm-hmm. right? Like, we should have yeah. – um, even one would be, you know, better yeah. than what we have at this point. One
1: would think, wouldn't
0: they? Yeah. But no. Would you say it's more of a, a interest or funding or you haven't gotten the right person to push the right, you know, people to continue it? Uh,
1: I don't know. I really think – we've had – Like, two powerhouses, like the Charlotte Rolling Hornets and Bridge to Sports are both, like, really powerful, well-known organizations that have adapted sports. And they've both been pushing it for years. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, maybe there just aren't enough people, which, you know, if you come to a youth tournament, you would see that's not true, but whatever. Well, and (laughs) places like Illinois
0: would have people coming from out of state to take place, you know, in that state. Mm -hmm. So. Plenty of other people come from out of state to exactly. go to UNC. So it makes sense that others would, right? Yeah.
1: And, you know, and I think – I guess it's, like, really expensive because, again, you know, buying chairs, they're, like, three to $5,000. But still, I mean, like, come on. You get, like, how many – how much money from tuition every year mm-hmm. from kids? You could you could swing that. Well,
0: let's hope that's part of the future because – 100%. The way that you all are expanding and the more that I'm learning about the organizations and, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's – the next logical step to take yeah. is to add into the college because I don't want, you know, athletes that are here to have yeah. to leave. I, I would love for you all to be able to stay and expand it here. So that'd be pretty yeah. amazing. And
1: you know what's really sad? I think there are only like eight schools in the entirety of the U.S. that have women's programs for adaptive sports in wheelchair basketball.
0: Really? Yeah. So what do – do they play each other? mm mm-hmm. that's, Okay, that's how it works. They, yeah. they play each other.
1: Yeah. And then they play – and then, like, if you go, if they go to a tournament with other teams, they will play, like, the D2 team or the D1 team there, unlike the co-ed teams. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So they play non-college athletes as well. Can you expand on what the Charlotte Rolling Hornets are? Yes. The Charlotte Rolling Hornets are another – they're similar to Bridges Sports, but they're located in Charlotte, obviously. And they are – I think they mainly focus on basketball. I think they only have basketball teams, but they have like seven different teams throughout all the levels, which is phenomenal. Yeah. They're great. They have so much funding. They're doing so well. Um, and I play on their women's team, which um, the women's team isn't really split up by age level. It's mainly, it's just like all women go over there. Nice. Which is, you know, great because there aren't enough of us. There should be. Go, women. Let's go. Um, so I am playing with and against Paralympians, and it's terrifying.
0: Really? Like, yeah. That's awesome, though. Oh, yeah. No, it's really scary, though. So, like, they go to the Olympics for their team mm-hmm. for basketball, mm-hmm. and you, like, hang out with them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't be scared. I'm sure they're not, like, you know, judging you or anything, right? Oh, no. They're totally judging me. They won't. Know. They're no. They're not I, judging you. I can you. feel it. Like, the palpable judgment rolling off in waves. <laughs> I suppose it comes with age, but someday you will not care. Yeah. You'll walk into a room and be like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Here we go. But, you, you know, just fake it till you make it. Yeah. When you're learning something new or you see somebody who is much better at mm-hmm. it than you, you'll have that, like, moment yeah. of, do I belong in this room? Yeah. But I feel like you do. Thank you. I'm going to assume that you do.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. Playing on the women's team was tough, though. Like, I love it, don't get me wrong, but I wish that we had some practices, but nobody comes to practice because, again, they come from all up and down right. the East Coast. So practice isn't a thing. So I don't really get a chance to play with them ever. So it's really hard to come together and, like, mesh as a team. I was going to say because practice is
0: skills, but practice is also knowing the
1: other people yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. At one point at a tournament, it was, like, 9.30 at night. And we had a game at, like, 7 or 8 a.m. the next day. And the all of the girls, there were, like, six of us, um, we all piled into somebody's car at, like, 9.30 at night, two wheelchairs, like, two people who could basically walk fine, two people on with prosthetics, mm-hmm. no, yeah, two people with prosthetics, two people in wheelchairs, we were trying – First of all, we had to get everybody into the car. Right. And then everybody out of the car. And then we all went to Bucky's. And everybody kept disappearing. And so one of our teammates went, cripples over here. Now <laughs> it was so great. Keep in mind, this Bucky's was not empty. That's amazing. It was great. We got some
0: weird looks though. <laughs> I suppose yeah, you that's not yeah. something you hear shouted in a store every day.
1: <laughs> oh, but then at the end of the Bucky's trip, trying to get everybody back into the car was so hard. Trying to lift these people who like don't have mobility in their in their legs mm-hmm. into the car. Like I was like, Reaching across the back Frank like, from the other open door, pulling this girl in. Two people were pulling her up. There was a busload of, like, high school male athletes just, like, walked out of a bus <laughs> just, like, staring. And then one of my teammates dropped the person she was holding to get into the car. And oh, she was no. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. It was so bad. Was that
0: one of those things where you all finally get in the car and you close the door and you just burst out laughing? Oh, yeah, no. Like that feels like the kind of that's like bonding right there. Oh, it was like, so great, Jillian Widener. Thank you so much for of coming course. by and chatting with me. Congratulations on your state championships, thank on you. your records, and yes. I hope you have so much fun in your uh, se- basketball season. Yay! If you'd like to learn more about adapted sports in North Carolina, you can visit TriangleThunder.org, NCAdaptedSports.org, and. Rolandhornets.org. That's Roland R-O-L-L-I-N. Thanks again to my guests who shed so much light on adapted sports in North Carolina, Jillian Widener and Wes Hall. If you have a story you'd like to hear on Game Time in the Triangle, email us at wrdcsports at sbgtv.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to this season of Game Time in the Triangle. We'll be taking a break for the rest of the year and we'll be back with a new season in January. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and you'll get a notification when new episodes air.